Greetings and welcome to the Cross Players Game Club playlist. My name is Jason and I am your host and carer for Game Club. And today we are here to decide which games we will be playing in July. And I think it's easy to say we have some great games to talk about. Thankfully, I'm not doing this alone, and this episode is a bit of a special one, as I have two of the Cross Players patrons joining me. So head on down to patreon.com forward slash the Cross Players, and you too could be starring one of our episodes in the future. So, who are these amazing patrons who have very kindly agreed to come on? I hear you cry. Well, the first is making her podcasting debut all the way from Canada. It's Lelena. Hello. Hello. Thank you for... Uh, clarifying that I'm from Canada. I don't want to be mistaken for another country that nestles next to me. Absolutely. I feel, I feel like it's probably like that Australia, New Zealand kind of problem you guys have. <laughs> I think so. Yeah. Well, thank you for coming and joining us. It's very exciting to have you on. Thank you for having me. And the second is a cross players veteran, all the way from uh, Norwich. It's Mark. How you doing, mate? Good. Yeah, I'm really well. I'm really well. I, I I like the fact that in your intro, you've 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 called me a veteran, yeah. and you've said you're a carer. So that that fits right well. So does, thank, thanks it? for making me welcome. It's uh, that's my job. That's what I'm here for. I'm gl- I'm glad I've succeeded in my job. Absolutely. I shall go Bring to sleep Andrew happy back. man tonight. <laughs> <laughs> so. Um, Listeners, in case you're new here, what we're about to do is decide on which games will be the Game Club games for July. And how that will work is that we have each bought a game to discuss over three categories, which are multiplayer, indie, and wildcard. And we have a bonus game which will be decided by a lovely Discordians. The game with the highest votes from each category will be in for next month's club. We try to be as inclusive as possible, stretching over the main systems and the games costing no more than £12 or part of a subscription service like Game Pass or PS Now. So, shall we get into our first category? Yeah, sounds good. What are we starting with? We are starting with our multiplayer pick. And I would like Lelena to pitch her game first. All right. Uh, I think I've got a good one for you guys. Uh, as I've gotten to know you over the years, you guys sound like a bunch of idiots that like <laughs> doing idiot things to each other. So my game pick for July is Worms WMD, where we can fire rockets at our heads and shoot uh, rocket launchers and uh, swing baseball bats at each other. This is sounding promising already. Yeah. So what? Well, I mean, I'm not. A, I've never played a Worms game. Um, wow. Yeah. So explain to me what what is a Worms game? Okay. So I actually played Worms WMD for the first time yesterday because mm. I wanted to be sure it wasn't going to be a crap game because the last time I played Worms was probably, I think it might have been on Windows XP. I'm not sure. My dad got me into it. Anyways, it's a lot like, um, I can't remember the name, but there was a game I played as a child on DOS, and now I'm really dating myself here, um, (laughs) where you had one tank on each side of the map, and you simply aim your tank and uh, kind of input the speed at which you're going to fire your uh, missile, and you try to hit the tank across the map. So it's kind of a play on that. 
except you have a team of worms uh, scattered across the map and you choose different weapons and the idea is you try to eliminate the other team before you do uh, before you're eliminated um, it's good fun uh, there's a lot of really ridiculous weapons in it um, I seem to remember being able to throw a chicken at someone <laughs> I don't know if the new game has that um, but they have a lot of neat customization options so you can make your little worm team pretty unique um, yeah, I think it'd be good fun and a good laugh with to play with uh, the game club guys and uh, the cross players. Yeah, um, it, it sounds quite good actually. Like I say, I mean, I've seen a lot about worms obviously through various ways, but never actually sat down to play one. And it, it looks quite um, uh, cartoony. You know, there's a lot of humour in the game. Yeah, there definitely is. Um, just. Even the voices that the little worms do is pretty funny, and uh, I'd say probably the most fun you have in the game is when you're you think you've got your your enemy lined up and something misfires and you end up I don't know shooting one of your own teammates, which uh, you know tosses a landmine across the map, which lands at the foot of your own teammates again, and suddenly you've killed four of your own worms yeah that sounds and like something that would probably is do. that is the beauty of the game and it can be pretty fun yeah. mark have you have much experience with worms <laughs> um i do i've I, I played a few of the <laughs> historic games um and um i actually i actually have worms um wmd for switch um it was one of the earlier super rare releases oh, okay um i played it a couple of times but i found the loading times on switch to be really long i don't know if that's been patched since because i haven't gone back to it um but also i was playing it in bed and it was horrendous on the joycon hd rumble vibrations mm -hmm. um as, it, as was, in... it was really really strong okay um and and um uh, it kept everyone awake upstairs, basically. <laughs> so, oh, really? Wow! Families wondering what's vibrating in the in the bedroom. <laughs> so, so I haven't I haven't played it um, for a while, but but Worms games are are, are generally good fun. Um, you know, going back to the, the the older games I've played, you have things like um, exploding sheep or banana bombs. Um, loads of you know, really good stuff. You can call on airstrikes for support and that sort of stuff. So I don't know how much has carried through into into the newer iterations, but it always used to be good fun. And I remember playing it potentially around my mates on an Amiga when I was still mm. at school. So it's, it's it's definitely been around the block as a franchise. So that's that's not a bad suggestion. I'm not gonna. It, it's exciting. It's an exciting suggestion, yeah. Because oh, it's, I'm not, I've never played it, so it's it's always something a game that's always kind of intrigued me because I've always heard such great things about the Worms games. Um, so it's definitely something I might be up for. Is there? Well, do you know what the diff, Lelena, Do you know what the differences are with this particular game to to previous Worms games? Well. It's so I was reading up on the game just so I can talk about it today because it's the only game I picked that for this uh, game club that I haven't really played that much of. Um, but 
it sounds like in the past a lot of the worm games were criticized because they really tried to stray away from what made the game fun um and worms wmd they sort of return return to the roots and um as much as possible it's it still feels like i played it yesterday and it felt very similar to what i remembered they throw in a few extra things like you can drive a tank um there's a helicopter and um yeah controlling them is a little unwieldy but it's it's that way on purpose because that's what sort of adds the humor to the game um the games can be customized so if you want it to be feel absolutely classic like you remembered when you were younger you could set it up to be that way or you can include the the new things like the tanks and the helicopters sounds good sounds good yeah i'm, I'm excited I just to touch on what Mark said, the I did notice the load times on the Switch. Yeah. Um, I would be curious. It is available on Game Pass, so okay. That was, with that, a Series was, X or S, I'm yeah. I'd be curious to see. I imagine that is not an issue on the Xbox Definitely. system. It's um, that was my next question to actually uh, just just to find out where it, where it's available. Uh, but I do, I do believe at the moment on the Switch um, to the seventeenth of June. Unfortunately, it is four pound ninety nine on the eShop. So um, hopefully, the podcast might be out in time for someone to maybe snap that up if this game wins this section. Excellent. Thanks, Lenina, for bringing that game. That's a good pick. Um, You're welcome, Mark. Let's move to yours next. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm going with a game that's definitely on Game Pass. Yeah. and is quite often very cheap elsewhere um, when, when, when you look. And, and, and rather selfishly, having just finished this thing player campaign, it, it's Grand Theft Auto Online. Um, okay. This is the second so, month Grand Theft Auto did 5. You, did you suggest this last, last month? Yeah, I was going to say. And I, Dan decided to suggest Grand Theft Auto 5, the main campaign game. Um, uh, so, so this month... Where we're having the online being interesting. I, I haven't got around to the last month's playlist yet. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, I'll, I'll get there eventually. Um, <laughs> In the next but, six months. Um, yeah, yeah, definitely. But um, I, I have just played through the, the single player campaign. It's my third attempt. Um, and, and this is the one that finally got me the time and, and nothing, you know, a slow release period at the moment meant that I was able to, to blitz through it. And it's kind of left me wanting more, you know, mm-hmm. online's developed so much since the game first came out in 2013. Um, you know, the, the, the added multiplayer heists, the races, all of the crazy stuff that's in there now, the casino dinos um, and, and all of those sorts of things just feels like if we can get a, a bunch of people a crew that 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 were all similarly uh, skilled and um, uh, equally as novice as me <laughs> yeah, I, I, <laughs> I was going uh, to yeah. say I'm not very skilled but novice is good so what so what basic what, what do you do on GT online um, it, it's something um, I played the original um, like I said on last month's playlist it was a game I kind of dropped off halfway through. I kind of just lost interest and I don't know why. And it's, like I said last month, it's something that I'm a bit sad about, you know, because I, I've enjoyed all the GTA games beforehand and I don't really know what it was that made me just lose interest and drop off. Um, so I, this was before online 
GTA Online really became the thing it is today. So I never really delved into the features of what you can do in GTA Online. Or is this, a, is this a, a, the answer to this question not going to take us two hours because you can practically do anything? that you know um so 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 it released back in 2013 and they've just been adding content to it year on year on year you know that they've added um more online heists so so, some of the big jobs that you pull off during the single player campaign are replicated and in bigger scale um you know sort of banks nuclear bunkers all of those sorts of things to 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 get the big payoff there's completely insane um uh racetracks that's kind of a bit like hot wheels but kind of not which was released in in one of their updates which i think at the time they called cunning stunts um (laughs) um which has been about been around for maybe four or five years i've never really got into it but it 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 looks quite fun um and then they've they've gone on more recently and added the casino and 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 resort so you can you know play gambling mini games there's some more heists added on and those sorts of things so Mm -hmm. you know that anything you want to do you can you can do Um, it it sounds like you know you could just live in this world like It, do you know what it reminds me of a little bit? You remember Second Life, like back 20 years ago, whenever it was on the PC? Yes. It kind of reminds me a bit like that. I can see that. Can I bake? I can, can I bake you guys cupcakes in the game? Can I do that? I, I don't think so. I could That's be a shame. No, that's <laughs> I, love I do virtual. have a question. I imagine in the game you're connected like it's sort of like a massively multiplayer game where there's everyone that's playing is around you is do you know if it's like with the world being so big is it would it be hard to kind of like connect and then find the people you want to go hang out with do you know what i mean no i don't or, think so um, I, I, I i've never got into it but i assume that um uh, if I can find a server and, 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 and hop into it, then I can then invite people into that and we create our own online, um, you know, whether it's a motorcycle gang or whatever to, to, to start drug running businesses or whatever, then, uh, then it should be possible. Like I said, yeah, I've, I, I, I've not done it. I've, I've, I'm left at the moment wanting a bit more of the experience after finishing single player and thought well the one thing that's going to make me jump into this and explore this massive world again is doing it with a bunch of people that 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 also don't know what they're doing but want to have a bit of fun and and and, and a blast so obviously uh, everyone associated with the cross players fits into that yeah i think cool. i think it would go down pretty well um okay well, I think that well, all that's left is my pick, and my pick for multiplayer is Knockout City. It's a game that do, do you guys obviously know much about Knockout City? I've heard a lot of people talking good things about it in the Discord and the WhatsApp. I have yet to um, yet to try it for myself, and this is one of the reasons why I chose it because it'll be great. Uh, obviously, some of us have already played this game. We kind of wanted to see what it was like. And 
looking back at the launch trailer that we saw for this game, I just wrote it off completely because it was completely marketed in the wrong way. Um, it didn't really show what the game was capable of, but because it was free to start and we thought we'd jump in and just and just see what it's like. And you know what? It's actually a really good, deep tactical game. Um, surprisingly, because it's uh, surprisingly as it's based off dodgeball. Um, but when we first started playing the game, we were just basically doing what you normally do in a multiplayer game, just kind of running off, trying to find balls to throw at your opponents. And we were getting quite annoyed because we couldn't really find a lot of the balls. And was like, well, what's, well, why? Why are you doing, you know, why, why can't we fight? Why isn't there a lot of balls around the arena for us to pick up and uh, to throw at our opponents? But we didn't really know that the, the deeper mechanics of the game was that you could roll, you can roll yourself, your character up into a ball. And then one of your teammates can pick you up and use you as a ball. Um, so they can throw you at an opponent like you would with a normal ball, um, or they can hold down the button and charge you up. Um, and then once you let go, uh, you know, once you're fully charged and they let go of you, you're like a big massive bomb. Um, and you can kind of steer yourself to where you want to go um, in the in the vicinity of where you've been let go. And that can obviously cause quite a lot of damage. Um, so that, that was cool that we found that out, you know, and that we realised, oh, so maybe that's why there's not so many balls around the arena. Um, and then we found out that you can, if you've picked up one of the balls, you can pass that to one of your teammates. And then if that teammate passes it back to you, uh, then the energy kind of builds up on the ball. And if you keep doing that uh, and you build the energy up around the ball um, and then you let that go, one of your opponents, you're going to cause a lot more damage than if you just threw that ball as you normally would. Um, so that we thought, oh, that's really cool too. You know, we um, that that gives that the game that even more like layers and, and tactic, tactics for, for how to win the round. Um, and then... Neat, that has... Sorry, Lelena? As I say, that has more complexity than I realized. Exactly. You didn't really realize, did you? From from the trailers that we've seen, it just looked like you ran a, you just ran around and throw balls at your opponent. And that was it, wasn't it? Yeah. Um, and then they have... I, Go on, Lelena. I also heard from a couple of things I read on it that it's... It has those complexities, but it's also very approachable for new players and pretty easy to get into. Yeah, is that I mean, true. Yeah, I would say so. I mean, like we were all brand new to the game, uh, and we didn't really know much of anything about it. And it took us a few rounds to get in, you know, to try to discover and learn these moves, um, and to learn that we you could do these things. But this was from a brand new game that not a lot of people knew about. Um, so obviously, as, as time is going on, where people that haven't played the game are starting to learn these things, and it's definitely an easy, easy game to pick up. Definitely, um, but like I was just about to say, like you can also get different balls. Um, so so you can have like a bomb ball. There's like um, I can't remember what it's called now, but basically it, it's three balls in one, so you can throw three balls at once. Um, there's like a, a cage ball, so if you throw the ball at uh, your opponent, then they get caught in a cage ball. 
and then you can pick that ball you can pick that cage ball up and you well, what I did like to do with Ben was to just throw it throw him off the edge of the arena <laughs> um and then obviously that that's a that's a point on your for your team so that actually sounds kind of cool it does it's it's really cool um, and then obviously the, you've got the crews. Um, so we've got a cross players crew going, so you can join that. And there's lots of achievements um, that you can do and build up uh, and get points, which then you can um, buy customizational outfits and eye, you know, face wear and wigs and different hairstyles and all that kind of stuff that you would expect. Um, and you, or the other thing I forgot is that you've got a hang glider. It, it comes in handy in, in especially like if you do get thrown off the edge of the arena, um, but then sometimes you get that second, that like millisecond where you could probably quickly get your hang glider out and glide back onto the arena and, and save your team from, from conceding a point. It's not a battle royale format. Like, do you respawn when you die or when you die, that's it? And Oh yeah, no, you respawn. Um, I think the mode that we mostly play in is um, like uh, up to 10 points. Uh, the, the team that get to 10 points um, wins the round. And then there's like three rounds in one game. So it's like the, the, the team who get two two rounds first. And, the, and then you've won that game and you get the the, uh, the XP and the, um, the, the, the extras that are based on that performance. So I think I think one round goes for about three three to five minutes. So you're looking. Okay, so it's quite, it's quite pacey as well. Yeah, I would say so. And the arenas are pretty well uh, designed as well. I didn't. There wasn't. You know, sometimes you play these kind of games. You think, oh, for God's sake, not this one. I hate this one. Um, but I'd never really got that with this game either. Excellent. Has anyone lost it yet? Like um, Mr. Ward on uh, Alex when they played Rocket League, which is you know so, so infamous that, that we still talk about it. Yeah, I'd like to have been there for that. Um, <laughs> That's no. okay. He can go dominate the uh, the dirt games. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No. Um, the. I mean, I've played Ben, Ethan, and Alex, and uh, yeah, we've all been cool. It's been fine. Kids. So. Kids. Yeah, so that's my that's my mobile player pick. Have you got any question? Any other questions on that? No, no. I think that no. paints a really good picture. Yeah. Um, for for Knockout City, you can pick it up on Game Pass. Um, you can get it on Switch, PlayStation. Uh, I believe you can play up to level twenty five for free, but then after level twenty five, they want you to pay, which is eighteen pound. So it's a little bit more than we would expect for game club game, but I feel like for the month of July, if this game was picked, then I think level 25 is probably going to take you that time anyway. So uh, that was what I was just about to ask how, how, how much game is, is getting up to level 25? Um, well, I mean, I, I mean, I haven't played as much as Alex. I know Alex has hit 25, um, but I haven't yet. Um, and I did play it for, for quite a bit. So, um, for for me, it it's taken a while, but so it obviously depends on how much you play the game, I guess, or, or how good you are, presumably. Yeah, I was going to say it's advantageous. Yeah. yeah, it's advantageous if you're terrible at it. Yeah. Um. 
And of course, your pick, Mark, was uh, just on Game Pass, isn't it? Although you can pick up Grand Theft Auto for quite cheap it, on physical these days, can't you? I was going to say, it, it, it is on Game Pass, and that's that's why I recommended it. But yeah. um, I think I picked it up on PC for about a tenner. It's, it's very often yeah. um, in sales on the consoles digitally. And yeah, as you said, you can, you can pick it up for about 12 quid yeah. um, uh, physically. Perfect. Because it's not... Let's, you know, it, it, it's coming up to what an eight-year-old game now. Yeah, but still looks good. Yeah. Okay. Well, we need to vote now and decide on which game is going to be our multiplayer game for July. And I'm going to go to Mark first and ask for his vote. You always convinced me with Knockout City. It, it, <sighs> it's um. It, it, it sounds more appealing than I thought it might be. Um, but I have to say, Lelena swayed me in this worms that gets my vote. Is that just because it's a bit, is it a bit fun to your heart, is it? I think I think it plays to that nostalgia vibe, yeah. yeah. And, you know, as, as, as Lewis will attest, I've been a grumpy old man recently. Well, I didn't want to say anything, but... Yeah. Maybe it'll help me snap out of that, I don't know. Okay. All right, so that's Worms from Mark. Lelena, what game are you going to vote for? Um, I think I'm going to vote for Knockout City only because while I'm at work, I see the notifications on my Apple Watch. Mm-hmm. Um, and it sounds like you guys on the Patreon chat have a lot of fun with that game. So um, it's a good excuse to join you when it's part of Game Club. I thought about the Grand Theft Auto. I mean, that does sound interesting, but I, I got to be real here. I wear my pants above my hips, and uh, <laughs> I, <laughs> I'm not sure how much living the gangster life is going to hold my attention. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm going out. I'm going with Knockout City. Okay. Um, for my vote, I think. Because I've had that experience with Grand Theft Auto already, I kind of know what to expect. That I am swinging more towards Worms because it's an experience I've never had. It's a game that I've always kind of been intrigued in because I've always heard so much about it, but never actually played. And, and that that's why that's why I'm swinging more towards that side than I am towards Grand Theft Auto. So I, th- I think my I think my vote is going to go for Worms as well. So that means that, have it. that means that Lelena's game, Worms WMD, is our multiplayer game for July. Well done, Huzzah. Lelena. That's almost finished installing on my Xbox as we speak. There you go. The pitch was that good that I'm, I'm going to play this whatever. You have Worms, I have Worms, everyone's got Worms. <laughs> It's quite exciting. I'm looking forward to that. Um, okay, so let's move on to our next category, which is our indie game. This is my one of my favourite categories because I love a good indie game. Um, as Lanena went first on the last one, I'm going to ask Mark um, if he would like to pitch his game first, please. Yeah, I'm going with uh, Gorogoa, uh, which is available on everything, pretty much. <laughs> um so um, I, I think it's at full price. I think it's eleven ninety nine mm-hmm. on Switch, um, but it's often down to about four quid. Um, 
you can also get it on iPhone, Android, PlayStation, Xbox. Wow. Um, it really is everywhere. And it is, yeah. You could, you, you, you can uh, even Kindle Fire. Looking at the uh, agent, <laughs> looking at, at the moment. So, um, wow. This is this is um, it's it's a story puzzler, really. Um, and, and the game is basically played in a in a four by four grid, and all of these grids are interactive they're all hand-drawn images um and you are um uh guiding a boy uh, as the story builds um and looking back on past events and, and 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 so forth and you have to interact with each of the four images um on 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 the given level or area that, that you're in to move to the next one to uh to make something happen so be it an, an apple falls out of a tree um, into a bowl um, or um, you rotate um, things to make sure that, that stars align up well on projections on the walls and those sorts of things. Um, I, I, um, I've looked at a trailer for this. I, know, I never heard of the game before and it was quite captivating, to be, to be honest. It, um, it looked beautiful and I love the way that you could zoom in on one panel, but then zoom in again on a, on another section of that panel, which then you could then slide over, which would then fit the other panel. If that makes sense yeah. to, the, the, to create that picture. The, the, there's definitely lateral thinking that has to take place in some of these. And 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 when, when, when I played before, I think that there were more than a couple of puzzles where I was just clicking randomly on stuff to see what right. happened um, to, to, to get combinations yeah. going. Um, you know, the, 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 you know, the, the puzzles are puzzling. You know, it's 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 not um, as straightforward as uh, some other puzzles that mm-hmm. that that. You may have played in the past, but um, you know it is. It, it gets you thinking, and um, you know the, the 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 characters grow on you as the stories progress, and you get to know them a bit more, um, and and you start connecting things. Yeah, it sounds. I like that that side of it as well. Like it sounds like it's got quite an emotional uh, connection to it as well, which is quite appealing. But it kind of. But where you said, where you keep, you just have to randomly click on some because you don't really know what the game is asking of you. That, that kind of slightly puts me off because maybe, I don't know, maybe I'm thinking too much of that. I, yeah, absolutely. I, I guess it depends um, on, on, on your style of play. Me, if I don't get it straight away, I'm impatient, whereas other people I know would, would Put it down. They'd mm. go have a cup of tea. They'd pick yeah. it straight back up, and they'd be like, "What a what an idiot! <laughs> um, what, why don't I just do this?" Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what, whereas I tend to let things get um, get the better of me, and then I get frustrated, and then I'll either get mad at it and leave it alone, or I'll reach for a YouTube guide, and then I'll kick myself, and then I'll feel bad for reaching for the YouTube. No, guide. no, no. There's nothing wrong with that these days, mate. There's nothing, there's nothing wrong with that. I, I do that myself. It's fine. You know, we've there's, you know, in this day and age, we've got plenty of other games that are crying for our attention, and we kind of just need to move on after a while. I, I, I remember doing it with with the Gardens Between, which 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 is a puzzle game, and 
honestly, 95% of the puzzles in that game, I think my seven-year-old could, 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 could work out. There, yeah. was, there was just this one, and I just kept looking at it and looking at it and looking at it, and I'm like, no, I'm going to have to. I'm literally... I, I, I'm, I'm going to throw my controller out at the mm-hmm. screen if I, if if I don't get beyond this bit, um, and and I had to and I was kicking myself for the rest of the game. I was just kicking myself, saying, "How did I not see it?" Yeah. <laughs> but um, is yeah, is that yeah, our age where done. we feel? Is that our age where we feel dirty looking at a guide? You know, like I get the yeah. same thing. Yeah, I think I think it's you know when we were probably playing games a, a, a longer time ago, then uh, that, that sort of thing didn't exist, did it? You know, at at, um, uh, at worst, it was it was asking people on the playground, or I guess even you know a, a, a bit beyond that. You had the the sort of Nintendo Power hotlines and those sorts of things, didn't you? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, it, it's the modern day equivalent of that only yeah. you, know. Yeah. you know you had to wait a month for for your favorite magazine to come out with, yeah. with um with the first part of a guide not not the whole guide just just the first part which would probably get stretched over two or three months yes. but, which was the the other you know bad thing about living in the 90s in the old days <laughs> um Lalena, have you heard this game before yeah, I feel like it was a pretty early release in the first couple of years of the Switch, and I remember seeing it and thinking, wow, this is a gorgeous game. And I think I had intended to play it, but then, of course, my squirrel mind got pulled <laughs> by something else. Um, yeah, but it, it, it was late 2017, I think, by the time it landed. I mean, it had been, it had been in development and shown off for probably five or six years before that, um, before um, development finally got some some funding and, and, and enough to get it published. So it, 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 it's one that's been around a while. Yeah, it's really intriguing though, because I feel lately I've really gotten into more slower paced narrative driven games. Mm-hmm. So just that combined with the art style, um, it really looks amazing. Um, I mean, I'm willing to hear your choice, Jason, but this one oh, it's sounds, coming. It sounds it, pretty it, good. It, my my choice is a winner. I'm telling you, you can't say no to my 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 pick. My pick can't say no to it. Um, and if Mike says no to it, then I'm just going home. Well, I am home. I'm just going to go to bed. Um, but I am intrigued by your pick. To be fair, Mark, and I'm intrigued because it's published by one of my probably one of my favorite publishers and that's Annapurna, isn't it? And they do some cracking games. So I am definitely intrigued by that pick. They, they do Kentucky Route Zero, right? I believe that's what I, I'm playing that right now. And it's very interesting and I have no idea yeah. what's going on, but it's intriguing enough. They're, they're, they're a bit like Devolver for me, where they just seem to find these games that are just really fresh and original, and that that's really appealing for me. Um, I mean, Annapurna's done published games like What Remains of Edith Finch. Oh, yeah. Um, and also Sayonara Wild Hearts. I mean, <laughs> the game of the moment. Um, so, yeah, they're, they're, they're one of the... One of the really good publishers, and, and I'm always excited. 
12 minutes coming up, haven't yes. they? Which we've, we've just seen tonight. Yeah. So. And there was a couple of games that they announced in the Nintendo Direct, I believe, that were also quite interesting as well. I can't remember what they were on top of my head anymore. But yeah, I do. that does that uh, stuck with me. That there's um, Neon White, was that one of them? Possibly, yes. Uh, and then there was another one. I can't, I can't, I just can't remember right now. There's too many games get thrown at you these days, especially right now with E3. So, <laughs> um, yeah, no, no, really intrigued. Um, well, as Lenaina has, uh, you know, teased me enough, so let, let me let me have my choice. Um, and as I say, this you can't say no to this game. Um, it's one of the best games that I've played. I've already played and completed this game. But I'm quite happy to play it again. Um, I always wanted to do another run, but this is probably one of the best games I've played this year. And Mark's probably already know what I'm about to say. Um, it was it was nearly my pick if it's what I think you were going to say. Yeah, it's a British-based game made by only two people, um, and that that in itself is an achievement above anything else. And my indie pick is Horus. Now, anyone that doesn't know what Horus is. No you, idea. No? You don't know this game? No. No, I've never heard of it. I'm looking Lenny, it up. You're going to love this game. It's, it's, it's an amazing game. If you want some education oh. into old school British pop culture from the 80s and 90s, then this will educate you and you will walk away pretty much a British person. Oh, shoot. This is a good pick. I remember reading about this. Dang, this is going to be hard, you guys. I don't mm -hmm. know. It's never easy. Right. It's never easy. All right, so, sell it. I want to hear about it. Okay, so the story follows a robot called Horace. Um, he's the newest member of a wealthy old man's large family, um, and that includes the wife and their daughter, Heather. Um, as time goes on, he gets to be part of the family, and he becomes friends with like quite a large group of people, characters in the game. Um, he... Gets, he performs in a demonstration for these people who are, who I think the old man is trying, hoping that they will want to buy the rights to the image and create their own robots and like sell it on. Um, but in the meantime, he, he finds his love for video games and like he just sits down with his, with the daughter Heather and he just like has a great time just playing video games. It's quality. And, and he has quite a good life. He's, he, he's all right. But then one day the old man has a heart attack and Horace in shock. He just shuts down because he's so upset um, and he sleeps. He doesn't wake back up for several years. But when he wakes up, he finds that his home and the rest of the world is in ruin because um, due to a war between humans and robots, um, the robots have, you know, come back against the humans and want to take over. And all these robots are obviously based off the design of Horace. Um, but no one wants to talk about it and yeah, they're rising against humanity. Horace, with the help of his friends and, um, yeah, his friends must travel the world, reunite his family and find a way to stop the robots uprising. But so that sounds quite an out of, out of, out there story, but the, the game, the, the game, the way is written, um, really delves into the emotional side of the game with the characters and the way that they bring that across to you is all through Horace. Like Horace narrates the game. He, you know, if a character says something, you know, it's in Horace's voice. The, that kind of like 
connects you to the, to the character even more so because you're hearing it from his side of the story, from his side. Um, and that kind of like really wants you to make, really wants you to play the game because you can see, you can see how the story progresses. You want to see how um, the characters connect with each other and what happens through the sad bits and through the good bits and everything else. So you have that side to the game, but then you also have this other side of the game where it's it's quite hardcore gameplay. Um, it's, it's it's a real challenge on the platforming sections, um, but it's a good challenge. It's like fast respawning, so you you know as soon as you die, boom, you're right back where you were um, at the last checkpoint, and you can do it again. There's no loading or anything, so that's that's a really good plus. Um, but all the level designs just make you uh, want to keep trying. It's a bit like Celeste in a way for me, where I wanted to keep going. I wanted to succeed in doing this section of the game. And they give you upgrades so you can upgrade the character through different ways. So you can get shoes, so you can walk on the walls and the ceilings. Um, and you can upgrade, uh, do upgrades so you get stronger and have more health and all that kind of stuff. So, so that side as well is, is a really good challenging puzzle. But then they throw in all these British pop culture references. Uh, there's so many that I, I tried to find a list, but no one has actually done a list that I could find. Um, but there's so many different references from like Nintendo, Spider-Man, like... And, and kids TV and things yeah, and, and old, as well. From, old, from, yeah, old school British TV characters, isn't there? Like even as soon as you boot up the game, like in, in England... We used to have, uh, at the beginning of, of kids' TV, we used to get uh, on ITV, used to be Thames. It used to be called Thames TV or something, didn't it? And it used to just have, like, um, a landscape of London landmarks with with the Tower Bridge or something in it, didn't it? Um, so as soon as this game boots up, you see that, but it just says a Paul Hellman game instead. So as, as soon as the game starts, you're getting an English old-school reference straight away. Um can you remember any more, Mark, off the top of your head? Uh, it's been a while since I played this because it was yeah. January time, wasn't it? Um, but there was Bertha was in there, wasn't wasn't it? Big Bertha, um, yeah. Blanina's going. Who? What? Hey. <laughs> I know. I'm feeling like but, this will be educational to help me exactly. understand your culture. Yes, exactly. Yes, it would be. There, um, there were Postman Pat references. There, there were parody arcade games as well, yes. weren't there? Yeah, I was going to get to um, many games in a minute. Yeah. And honestly, I, I, I will say this. Um, it's it's the best game I have played this year. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it's been out for a while. I feel guilty that not only did I only pay 89p for it on the eShop, but I used gold coins. So I, I didn't <laughs> spend a penny on yeah. that game. Um, it is... It's it's just I just couldn't put it down, mm-hmm. um, and, and 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 again, sim- similar to what I was saying about the puzzles, there were certain bits because because this was this was my <laughs> supposed wind down game before bed, <laughs> um, and 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 the bits where I just be like I'm, I'm dying too many times here I'm just gonna turn it off now and go to bed, mm-hmm. um, and the next day I'd pick it up and you do you do that bit first time. Yep. Um, you know, it, it it does keep a tally of all your deaths. Um, there's lots of power-ups. So even though there is a little bit of backtracking in the game, yep. it never feels 
tiresome. bad or tiresome. Yeah. And even when you are dying over and over and over again at particular bits, it never feels unfair. It, it, it always is like, why did I do that? Mm-hmm. It's, it, it, it always feels like it's, it's your own fault as opposed to the game just deciding that you weren't going any further. It, it makes um, you think, doesn't it? It makes you think, but well, what did I do wrong in that section? Yeah. And what can I do next time to get past it? Kind and, of thing. Um, you know, it, it, <laughs> there are some genuinely funny bits. In there that. is. And, and, I, and the story is crazy. And yeah. we, 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 we won't go into that. No, but no it'll you, be spoiling. You, you know, that's there, there is, that there's a lot of game um, for, for the money. Um, there and, and and it is it is good fun it's an 18 hour game ish mm. that's a sizable game you, for you can do it you can for well, two people yeah i i did it quicker than that i think i did it in 12 10 12 hours i think i can't remember what mine took i'm sure it was something like that but um but you mentioned the mini games um and there's like, uh, and uh, once you open up the game a bit more, you 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 get to a train station, and you can take the train to different towns. Um, and in some of these towns, they've got an arcade, and you can go in there and you can spend your money playing actual like old school mini game uh, arcade mini games, and they're all kind of based off old games that you would found in the arcade in real life. So there's like an Outrun, um, like an Afterburner. And uh, a Pac-Man was there a Pac-Man one as yes. well? Yes. Um, yeah. Rip-offs. They're all rip-offs. They're not the actual games, but they're all based on these different games. So you kind of get that nostalgia hit as well straight away from playing these old games within Horus. Um, and also, when you've opened up the towns, you you can do jobs to earn money, so you can get train tickets to go to different towns, etc. Um, but these these jobs range from being a po- working in a post uh, a post office where you've got to stamp the 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 parcels but you've got to do it within rhythm to the music or to the rhythm of how the parcels come out of the machine there's like a job where you've got to wash up the dishes or dry the dishes i think it was but you've it got these, trying, yeah. yeah you've got these four ladies that are throwing plates at you and you've got to catch them dry them and and get ready for the next ones and that's all kind of like based off the music as well um what was the other one i think some do breaks wasn't it i can't yes. remember um but anyway yes yeah, so you've got that site a bit, bit metrovania kind of a game as well just just to throw in with everything else um yeah, just I don't know. I Sounds don't, like I, those mini games sort of break up the the challenging. Yeah, it, it gives play. you a break. Yeah, from that from the hardcore platforming sections, it's kind of like yes, I've done that bit, and like you get that breather just to just to do these other things as well. So it's not all just hardcore platforming. Um, but yeah, the 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 pixel art in this game is beautiful. Um, like in the cutscenes, it's very pixely, but like obviously when you're actually playing the game, it's a lot cleaner. Um, but like Mark said, there, there's also, I think this is one of the only games I've actually really laughed out loud. There's a couple of sections and I just, just I just couldn't help myself. Like there's a couple of like sentences that Horace says <laughs> and it was, it was just so funny. It's, it's just a great game and everybody, I feel like with, with the same with Sayonara Wild Hearts, everybody just needs to play this game. 
I think I've rambled just, enough just, about this. Just not next month. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah I've, I've rambled on enough about this game. I think you all know what it is. So, um, Lelena, please tell us what your indie game pick is, please. All right. Um, my indie pick was a game I finished recently. It was fantastic. It's just oozing with style. Um, this game is Narita Boy. Um, nice. Yeah, developed by, this is actually uh, developed by a company called Studio Koba, and it's their first game that they've um, released. Um, small studio based out of Barcelona with only seven people, I think, is, is how many it, that it took to make this game. Mm -hmm. um, I just saw it a trailer for it on one of the Game Pass ads on YouTube, and I was just blown away by just the style of it and the the music, especially so. Yeah, it's got a very techno techno e kind of soundtrack, isn't it? Yeah, like like that old techno wave. Mm -hmm. Like, I, not that I'm a connoisseur, but it sort <laughs> of has like a German influence. I think like there's a couple of I forget his name. There's a very famous techno wave um, producer from Germany. Kind of remind me of that. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, you, I don't want to give away too much of the story. It it's the the story. Um, basically, you're transported to the digital kingdom, and uh, you're there to recover the creator's memories and fight off the hordes that are sent by him. So when you're in this digital kingdom, you're guided by the motherboard. Um, who's asking you to save the digital kingdom and it's one of those games where at first you're sort of like piecing the story together and it doesn't make a lot of sense no. um, and you think it's like uh, superfluous initially but as you start playing and you're unlocking these memories um, I didn't really expect it to be kind of heavy at times um, so that caught me off guard, and I thought it, that was brilliant. Um, the art direction is beautiful. Again, the the music. Like I'm the kind of person who can really get into a game purely based on the sound design and music. I feel that a game that may have mediocre gameplay, I can be carried through if the soundtrack is good and the and the audio is strong, but. Again, if a game has excellent gameplay and the audio is terrible, I find I can lose interest really fast. Uh, luckily, the gameplay is super fun in this game. Um, I'd say the only with the only caveat being like that first half hour to 45 minutes as you're kind of, well, you know how every game sort of has the tutorial in the beginning. Yep. It's a little bland at first and you're yep. sort of like just getting your bearings of how to navigate in the world. Um, but once you start unlocking the powers, it gets really fun, um, and it's just so satisfying to to slay the digital minions that you encounter in the world. They they, um, th they throw quite a lot of different style of enemies at you as well, don't they? Yeah, yeah, they do. Um, and the setting is very like they have a nice mix of like organic mixed with like techno cyberpunk looking scenery that's really well put together um and yeah in the end i just like was really surprised with the ending mm -hmm. 
it wasn't what I expected going into it. And it sounds so hokey, but part of it reminded me of my dad because <laughs> I lived in this tiny town and my dad was like the first person in town to get like a pretty decent computer. And uh, he got me into programming when I was like eight years old. Um, so like the idea in this story is the creator is the person who made the, a game called the Rita boy. And I could just kind of like, as a child imagined myself, like my dad making a game that I could go into and play. So it had that bit of connection there, but the game's super fun. And again, like, I think the style of it is, is, uh, you just have to play it to experience that both the visual and the the audio style of the game. I I love it when I hear about how a video game connects to somebody like that with you, like with your dad. Um, I think that's really cool. I've played a few a couple of hours of this game, and I can definitely see what you're saying. Um, the, the style, the music, the graphics, the the gameplay is it's all really fresh and original and and quite cool. Um, like you say, I, I didn't really know what the hell was going on. I didn't, <laughs> you know, with, with, with the story, I kind of got some of the gist of it. Um, but a lot of it, I was like head scratching quite a lot. And I found there was quite a lot of backtracking in this game. And I struggled a little bit on remembering where those places were. Did you have that problem? Yeah. And I, I don't know if that was intentional, but I, I, and I don't know if that was just the learning curve. You know how you sort of have to like get adjusted to a developer's sort of game design? Um, I felt about after an hour into it that backtracking wasn't as long or it just seemed very like very natural on like, oh, okay, I know where to go because I was more used to that level design. Um but I do, I, I, like I said, the caveat is you have to kind of get past the first 45 minutes to an hour just to kind of get your bearings with it because it is a bit confusing and you're, you do feel like you're backtracking and I'm the kind of person where I can drop a game super fast once I feel lost. I hate being lost in games. So when I initially played it, I was worried that it was going to be that kind of game because I liked everything else about it. But once I got used to it, it was like, okay, now... Now I got the groove and it was very easy to move through the maps and not get lost like I did initially. The one thing I will say is it is like if you get kind of mid game in it and then you stop playing for a while, it's one of those games where if you come back to it can be really confusing because you do unlock a lot of power ups and certain enemies you have to, to destroy by using a certain move. And if you forget what that move is, mm. you kind of like, you know, have to go trial or an error or maybe look up what the moves are again because it is specific it's um it's one that i downloaded as soon as it was available on game pass and i've not yet had the urge to fire it up but um i know um alex has finished it and said it was good as well as as well as you lelena um and i know lewis was eager to play it i don't know if he has yet um I, I I don't know why something's just stopped me from 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 firing it up, and it, I, th I think it's because I've heard slightly mixed things about it, um, and I, I I've just been blitzing stuff at the moment, um, and 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 not really had had 
the time to to go try something that actually I'm already half thinking or half expecting to go into and not like just based on how my experiences generally mirror some of the individuals that have said that it wasn't as good as they were hoping. Um, But having heard what, what you've said about it tonight, then yeah, it's, um, it's more appealing again. It is a good game. I think the time that I spent with it, I enjoyed it. And like I say, it was it, it is quite original in quite a lot of ways. And the story, like I say, as I didn't really know what my, what the hell's going on. Um, it, it's still you still kind of wanted to know what was going to happen next because it was so out there. But yeah, again, this, like you say, Lene, I, I dropped off this game um, maybe last month, and I haven't really gone back. And now I'm a bit scared too, as you say, because. <laughs> Because I've, I've probably forgotten the buttons and the and the different moves and everything else like that, but I feel like it's a game that deserves a second chance, definitely. Yeah, and if you put the art and music aside, the other thing that kept me uh, pushing on with it was, um, I guess the juxtaposition of when each time you rich you recover one of the creator's memories. Um, and you kind of experience it, I was, it, it's sort of like it would always end on a cliffhanger and you want to know more. So that was another driving factor for me. I was like, well, what happened to the creator? Like what, mm-hmm. what happened to his family and what, you know, like, and I just wanted to get to the next memory to see. That, that Like you said with Horace, that was a good break in between the, the action because it was a lot slower. You, you were going into each memory and learning what was happening to get to obviously what conclusion you get to. Um, but it was a lot slower, wasn't it? And like a completely different style to the game than the it, actual gameplay itself. It was because yeah. there's, there's a point in Horace where you feel like you're very near the end. Yeah. Um, and it turns out you're probably only two thirds of the way through, which is not a bad thing. If if you don't end up playing Narita Boy at the very least, you should put that soundtrack in your vehicle and <laughs> drive down the road with it. It's, I it's, think it's fantastic. Yeah. It's one of the few soundtracks I put on repeat in my truck. It's it's got a good theme song. I will give it that definitely. Narita Boy, Narita Boy. There you go. Red, yellow, blue. It's true. <laughs> Well, you've done your job, Lelena, even if it doesn't get picked. You've persuaded someone else to play the game and have that experience. So even if your game doesn't get picked, you've still won. We're all winners here. <laughs> no, we're not. No, I'm <laughs> Speaking of which, we need to vote. So, um, Lelena, please, can you tell me what game you want to vote for for oh. our indie pick? This whole time I was hoping I wasn't going to go first. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this is a tough one because I want to play both uh, Horus and Gorgoa. Is that how you say it? Um, Shoot. I'm okay. 
I'm going to play both no matter what. I'm going to pick Gorgoa because I think it's so different and I think it's, uh, I think maybe people are less likely to have played it is what I'm banking on. Mm -hmm. Nice. Okay. One for you, Mark. Um, my, my vote is also going to that game because it's Annapurna basically and um it's it's intriguing and it feels really right up my street kind of game um emotional great story but told in a really original way uh even if that does mean i have to sit there and just mash the button hopefully finding the the answer to the puzzle that i'm on at the moment uh, and what's your vote for mark um so it, it, it was a tough one but i'm like I said, I've, I've been convinced that I need to give Narita Boy a go at some point. Mm -hmm. But uh, my, my pick would be Horace because everyone has to play that game. I, I, you know, sort of late January, early February, um, I could not put that game down. It is the best game I have played this year. Um, and I'm just, just looking back through the list of games that I've completed this year, um, which, which for me is, is, a, is, is a fair few. Mm -hmm. Um, but, um, you know, I've completed both Hitman and Hitman 2 this year. Um, Little Nightmares, Katana Zero as well. Um, Oxen Free, you know, all, all, all of these really great games, but Horace is the one that, that is just for me. It just sticks really, in your brain. Really yeah, good. And, and, and it, it was free with Amazon Prime a long time ago um, through through Twitch Prime. Um, and, and I downloaded it because I claim all of the games anyway. <laughs> um, <laughs> and, and I just looked at it I thought, I've got no interest in playing this. And whether it was on PC or whatever, I don't know. Um, but then I got to learn more about that game and decided to, you know, put 89 pence worth of free money on it on Switch and best decision ever, more yeah. or less. So that, that that's where I think my vote would go. Um, but like I said, I'm going to pick up Narita Boy um, in the near future anyway. Yeah, well, unfortunately, your vote doesn't really matter because your game won anyway. So Yay! <laughs> so there's our indie pick for, for July, um, Golgoa, that's how you pronounce it, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we'll go with that anyway. Goal goer. Okay. Well, let's just move on to our last category for the, for the podcast then, and that's our wild card game. So any game any game that you fancy pitching, um, as long as it obviously hits the um the twelve pound or less or on the on the subscription service. Um I haven't gone first, so I will do that right now. And my pick is a game that I've not played. But it is a very appealing game to me. It's very bright. It's very loud. It's very cute. It's very uh, fun. It looks fun uh, in a mischievous way, and also is another game that hits your nostalgia heavily. And that game is a game that I think Mark pitched last month, and that is Rain on Your Parade. <laughs> Now, Rain on Your Parade is on Game Pass, um, but you can also pick it up on the Switch for £11.99. 
Um, but basically the idea of the game is you're a cloud and you control this cloud and you get put into different situations in each different level. So for example, in the first level, I think you are at a wedding and your goal of the level is to I think destroys the wrong word, but upset the the wedding. And the objection is to make is to rain on on the bride and ruin the wedding. That that's the kind of that's 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 the kind of you know objections that you're going to get in this game. You play across a wide range of levels while unlocking new abilities and mechanics as you as you get on. Uh, they get progressively more ridiculous. You make new friends and you help them too. Um, for each location, you're given a list of objectives. The one list, the one listed with the star required to complete the level, but you also have other objectives that you can get bonus points or bonus items for. Um, each of the levels have a list of different objectives. You know, you're not just going to rain on people. So some have that you need to, that you're snowing to make ice. Um, you can suck up animals with a tornado or you can shock people or other objects with lightning. So, so you get to play with the other aspects of, of the weather with, with, the, with the cloud, which is originally called Cloudy. <laughs> um, but the main obstacle for Cloudy in the game is running out of liquid. So whether it be water, oil or acid to, to make acid rain or obviously to the rain itself. Um, there, there's some, like I say, nostalgia hits in this game. You'll see references from The Office. Silent Hill, Plants vs. Zombies, Metal Gear Solid, uh, Counter-Strike, Doom. Uh, there's music by that's inspired by Zelda as well. So there's lots of like video game nostalgia hits in it. Um, I, I'd completely forgotten there was that Doom bit in there. Yeah, it's like said. a Doom minigame, isn't it? Yeah, it really is. Um, each level is quite short as well, so you're not going to spend a lot of time in each scenario, so it keeps it fast and fresh um, as you get through the game. Um, and you can do other such things, like you can draw a face on the cloud, and then that's the face the cloud have in the game, and you can earn hats and all that kind of stuff as well. Um, but it just looks fun. It just looks a bit different. Um, the fact you're going around trying to spoil people's days, you know, if, if you're feeling a bit mischievous or whatever, then I think this will tick the box. Um, but the, 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 the graphics are all kind of like corrugated cardboard and you can see like strings that Claudio are hanging off that are making him float. Um, so it's a bit like Yoshi's crafty uh, world a little bit, uh, isn't it? I was just about to say, in, in many ways, it reminded me of, of crafted and woolly world yeah. um, in, in, in way that it looked the different materials you can see the textures um and and really relate it in, in into you know how you could imagine sort of a child cutting these things out and actually acting it out in sort of real life rather than just picking up the video game and and, and doing it you know it, it really does um capture that essence of childhood really doesn't it and, mm. and, and and the music that that plays along with with, with the game it, it, it is much like horace a nostalgia hit slightly more recent 
memories in most yeah. instances. More, um, more, more recognisable around the world and not just British yeah, exactly. English kind of things. Um, I love so. that it's called a mischief simulator. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but basically what you're doing, I mean, you, <laughs> you, you, like I say, you get to ruin uh, the wedding day, which is like, you know, it starts as a nice, dry, sunny, lovely day that you just want for a wedding. And then you come along and just make it all dark and gloomy and really wet. Um, <laughs> you know, you, you can unleash thunder and lightning upon the cities, pandemonium to supermarket shoppers. You can destroy farmers' crops, sneak around military bases, and rain down meteors onto dinosaurs. I so, love that this is bringing out your deep down intentions in life. <laughs> That's a perfect vehicle for a video game, isn't it? Just to bring out your your dark side. For sure. That um, sounds like fun. I like the I like the color palette in it. I like colorful games, you know. That's the great contrast. You're you're, you're being very mischievous and everything, but it's also bright and cutie and, and friendly looking. Um, nice. Yeah, I assume this is not one you've played before, Elena. No, no, I haven't. Have you played this one before, Mark, or is it just another one? That... I, I have completed this. Oh, okay. I completed it a couple of months back, which okay. I think is why I suggested it in the vote last yeah. month or the month before, because yeah. it is one of those light-hearted games that actually you can just pick up. Mm-hmm. You can play through loads of levels. You can play through a couple of levels. I think there's there's 50-odd. Yeah, yeah um, something like that. There are, I'll be honest, there are a couple in there that feel like they've just been put there because filler that they wanted to get to 50 levels. Yeah. Um, which, which is fine. You know, there's filler in most games. Um, but, um, you know, it's the kind of game you can play in a couple of evenings or, you know, one slightly longer playthrough if you wanted to. And it, it was just, just fun, <laughs> um, you, you know the color palette, the the different mechanisms that that, that get introduced, um, the way that the game shows you the story being told of how you're um, traveling to Seattle. Um, yeah, it's um, it's just all good fun. Um, excellent. Yeah, uh, I, I haven't really got much else to say about that, um, but yeah. I think it'll be, um, and I th- now I do have one more thing to say about it because you're saying about 50 levels, but they're quite short levels. Yes, they are. Um, it feels like a good pick up and play kind of game. You know, you, you could play it for like 10, 15 minutes if you wanted to, and then just put it down and, and get on with your day, or you could sit down and have a longer period. And, and, and one thing I will just add on to that is it worked really well on xCloud with touch controls. It, it's, one of, it's one of the few games that I've actually managed to get touch controls to be in a place that I'm comfortable with them. Oh, okay. um, uh, I mean, it, it played well with a controller on the phone as well. But yeah, um, uh, yeah no, it is it, it is one of the few games that that I've actually persevered with on, um, on, on, on xCloud. And uh, oh, okay. it, it, it kept me company through a couple of conference calls. Excellent. No, that's a really good call. <laughs> yeah, excellent. I wish I could turn my mind off and play video <laughs> games at my job. <laughs> hey, kids, <shh>. Lelena <laughs> is playing video games right now. All right? <laughs> just, just, just. <laughs> That's what uh, bathroom breaks are for, I guess. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> 
Um, Lelena, let's move to your your wildcard pick. What have you brought? Uh, okay, um, I brought Psychonauts, um, the first okay. one. Yeah, this is the game that got you onto the show, so let's make this a good I, pitch. All right. Um, yeah, this is actually, to pitch this, it's my favorite game of all time, and I've been gaming for a very, very long time. Okay. Um, I really love this game. It has so much creativity in it. Um, designed by Tim Schaffer, sorry, I can't say his name properly, of Double Fine Studios. Um, and as you may or may not know, the second game is coming out at the end of August. Um, so I thought, what better way to get into that than play the first one again? So I'd love to share this experience with uh, the cross players. Um, it's a really neat game. So it's about a 10-year-old boy named Raz, and he goes to a summer camp for children who have psychic abilities. And the creativity in this game is that um, each level, like basically you go inside the mind of people at the camp, and each level is sort of designed around that person's personality. So the way the levels are designed are really unique and even the gameplay mechanics will change within each level. Um, has really great art style. No level, like no two levels feel the same. Um, the other really neat thing about it is I, it's like you can kind of take from this game like, you can play it and find it a fun platformer and kind of leave it at that. But if you really deep, like, delve into it, it deals with a lot of, like, mental health issues of people. People with, like, paranoia, paranoia um, and anxiety. And the levels designed around that is just really interesting. Okay, that's interesting. Uh, yeah, um, like one of the levels you go into, this is probably one of the most famous levels that gets talked about. Um, you enter the mind of a security guard, and he's an extreme conspiracy theorist. So when you go in his level, um, he's he's he has this intense paranoia, and the level is like, I don't know how to describe it, like, you almost get disoriented in it because as you're walking along the pathway, it like the pathways go upside down and there's like little spies peeping out of garbage cans, taking pictures of you. And uh, the security guard is talking about the milkman, the milkman, there's something dangerous about the milkman. And, um, and uh, yeah, it's just, really cool and oh and as you go through the levels you're trying to unlock the people's emotional baggage so you're trying to find like it's actually they look like little luggage bags it's super cute and you're trying to find the the luggage tags to unlock their emotional baggage and as you do that you get little slideshows um that give you a glimpse of things that happened in that person's past that led them to uh, to be the way that they are, um, you know, and, and just the, the different level designs are super fun. Like one level you go into the mind 
of this like lungfish monster that's hanging out near the summer camp. And in that level, um, you're in Lungopolis. <laughs> and you're basically kind of like a take on Godzilla. And there's all these little tiny lungfish people running around trying to run away from you as you're like stomping on their city. Um, and you get the power-ups you get are kind of like psychic powers, like telekinesis, clairvoyance. The clairvoyance power-up is kind of funny because like you can go to any one in the game and use your clairvoyance ability and then it shows you how they see you. So that's that can be really comedic. <laughs> the writing in the game is super brilliant. Um, it's a, a little bit slapstick, a little bit like um, not as gross, but kind of borderlines on like Ren and Stimpy kind of like that kind of humor at times. Um, there's like some things that like people say you're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe this is in an E, like I think it's rated E or maybe it's rated T for teen. Like there's this, this little kid that's like a peeping Tom who goes around to the different buildings in the summer camp and is trying to make little peepholes. <laughs> Anyways, um, the other thing I really liked about it is I generally enjoy platforming games where you get to collect things, which they generally have that in most platformers. But the one thing that I really appreciate about this game is that as you collect things, the rewards you get are meaningful. So you get some, you can unlock concept art of the game, things like that, which really appeals to me. Um, yeah, so that's kind of Psychonauts. It's, so it's a platformer, did you say? Cause, cause yeah, it's a it's a platformer. Raz, Raz, the main character, you've escaped from the circus essentially. So there's a lot of like kind of acrobatic platforming in it. Um, keep in mind, it is a 2000. It's a game released in 2005. So that was the platforming is about as you know. <laughs> going back and playing platformers from that time period, you, you're going to feel it. Um, and also the, the, the sometimes awkward camera angles that come with a game that was made in that era. Yeah, I watched the uh, trailer for it today because um, I didn't really know much about it. And that was the one of the first things. I was like, oh, this is actually quite an old game. Um, I didn't realize it was that old. But I mean, obviously, that doesn't take away from any of the the gameplay or or the, or the story issues. It was just a, I didn't realize it, just didn't realize that. And considering we're only getting number two in a couple of months, how long that's been between the two? Yeah, I'm actually like I'm just blown that it's actually happening because I love the first one so much. I just never thought we would ever see the second one. Well, I'd, I'd um, never heard of the first one until until we got told we were having a second one. So, <laughs> um, it, it, it's completely skipped me recently. Um, well, and recently, it's one of since. it's one of those games that bombed when it initially released. Like no one bought this game when it first came out. It only became popular, I, and I don't even know the reason. But it's just sort of become this really. Um, cult classic I guess I kind of hate that term but yeah like it's it's now on people's radars but it is mm. a really great game I've played it both on the PS5 and the Xbox Series X 
and it definitely the resolution looks a lot better and smoother on the Series X. Um, and it's on Game Pass, so it's, the it's probably the, it, isn't it? the best way to play it for yeah. sure. Um, it was interesting that you said where you said that the game really delves into mental health issues um, in in some of the levels and such, and I didn't really get that from the trailer itself. So it it it, it really interests me that the game goes in that direction it does but not in a like make you feel depressed about those issues it's it's more of just like an interesting take on it Mm. um and and sometimes a comedic take if if you know you're okay with that kind Mm -hmm. of thing but um it's those personalities and those the mental capacity of each person's mind that you're entering that's what drives the the level design. Interesting. Um, like you say, you haven't played this, Mark. Are you intrigued? Absolutely. It it, it sounds really interesting. Like I said, I, I I'd not heard of it until recently, and whenever you know somebody talks about Tim Schafer, I'm automatically thinking about point and click games and mm. his time at Lucas Arts. And- yeah, definitely. You've definitely piqued my interest. Um, so moving on, Mark, let's have your well picked choice. Uh, my wild card is uh, a game that I've owned for a while and dipped in and out of ever so often, but never for very long, and that is uh, No Man's Sky. Uh, um, so uh, again, that's available on uh, uh, on Game Pass currently, and I guess it's uh, well, it's it's a, a game about exploration. Um, it, it's procedurally generated. Um, it, it's very much a game that that was criticised when it first landed for perhaps over-promising and under-delivering. Um, but I think we're probably, um, you know, five or six games into that, five or six years into that game's life cycle, and it's been improved year on year on year. Um, and it's probably now the game that they promised. Um, it's a completely different you know, game now, really, isn't it? It, it? it it really is. You know, you, you know, um, it, it it's all about exploration and, and and looking around the open universe and all of the planets and 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 you know each one of those being unique and that sort of thing. And it it, it appeals to me, and I've I've just never really had time to dedicate to it mm-hmm. um and again i don't think there's much coming out in the next month or two that that i'm intrigued to or, or inclined to pick up so i see this as a great time for for me to jump into it again along with anybody else um that that, that, that wants to pick this up and jump into it because it it, it really is I, I you know i i know a lot of people that um uh, actually really get into this game um, now um, and and talk about it passionately um, about the different ships and all of the other stuff that they've managed to to obtain through um, um, scavenging salvaging and and, and and just exploring and it, it, it it's one of those games that that, that just I think I owe it another chance 
given how it would have been so easy for the development team to get disheartened, see it sort of bomb on launch and, and get slated, you know, um, if I'm, if I'm right, um, my memory's not what it used to be, but if I'm right, you know, in, in investors and, 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 and fans sort of club together and put billboards outside the office expressing their disappointment um, and, you know, actively threatened developers um, way back when, when, when it launched. And, you know, it would have been so easy to just bin that project and move on to the next thing, but they've stuck with it. Um, and, and, and now made it into what I believe is what was promised at launch, which which probably wasn't possible at the time. Mm. If, if, you know, you, you're going back to, you know, if it launched, was it 2016? Mm-hmm. Um, you know, um, the hardware probably wasn't capable or or even understood its limitations um, in, in that phase of 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 development life cycle. So for, for me, it, it, it's one of those that I think I could, I could quite happily get lost in. Um, and, um, you know, I think it would be good to, uh, to explore and, uh, um, you know, um, see what the universe has out there. You know, there's, there's, there's gotta be, um, gotta be something of interest in, uh, the potential 18 quintillion planets or whatever it is that they, uh, <laughs> they, they promised through its procedural generation. So, um, yeah, that's, that's the last pick from me. Is it, I mean, what, what is the, like the basic main goal of the game? Is it literally just to go to each planet and explore and see what you can find? Um, there, th- th- there is a story to it, and I can't really remember from 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 what I'm playing it. But but you're actually tasked with um, uh, finding bits and pieces out, um, and and working your way into the center of the universe. Um, from 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 what I can remember, and in order to do that, you need to salvage what you can from the planet that you're you're on when you wake up um where you've only got sort of a a, a multi-tool which you can scan the environment with or you can like mine and collect resources with um and then you repair your 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 craft to take off from from that planet move on to the next and and work your way through through the system um finding out more as, as 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 you go along Interesting. I mean, obviously, it's a game that's been quite controversial for the reasons you've mentioned, um, and has been in the news quite a lot over the years. So it's definitely one that that we all know, but not one that I've really jumped into or really paid that much interest in. I just thought it just wasn't my kind of game. Just, and I don't really know why, but what what I based that on? Uh, maybe because it was the negative stuff that it got at the beginning. Um, which made me just go now. I've got better things to be doing with my time than than play this game, um, which kind of cemented that thought in my head. Even as I heard the game was improving and getting better and better, and they they got it to where it should be when it was first released. And I think I still had that mental block in my head of like, no, I'm just not, I'm just not bothered really. But. <laughs> It does sound like my. I, mean, I do enjoy a game that's got exploration in it. I do enjoy exploring the lands and the and the, you know, the planets that that, that games create. 
Um, and I like to, you know, try and explore as much as I can to see how much I can find it. So it, it does appeal to me in that sense, I guess. Definitely. Um, I mean, I, I haven't played it since, uh, so, so it had the, the, the series X series S, um, update applied to it in the back end of last year. Um, and, and it's always been there in the back of my mind saying, I need to go back and, 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 and try this and see, you know, how much has changed in, in the couple of years since, mm-hmm. since I last, um, I last played, which, which was, I think it was even before they added multiplayer. Um, and, and, and now you can you can multiplayer and you can cross multiplayer as well. It's it's a cross cross platform multiplayer, I believe. So um, you know, there's there's lots of lots of scope, and that's that's what's interest interests me at the moment. I think playing Grand Theft Auto recently has just just sort of got me in that mood for mm. just playing something and wandering aimlessly around sometimes. You just want to escape your real yeah, life, it exactly. seems. exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> definitely. Um, you know, that's, that's part of what video games are great for, isn't it? But um, yeah. um, it is, it, it's probably with, with less rocket launchers and um, uh, things, or, 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 or maybe not, you know. <laughs> um, um, depends uh, how things progress. But no, it, it, it is... It's something that appeals to me. Um, that said, Stardew Valley appeals to me, and we all know how that goes. So um, <laughs> it, 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 it is absolutely one of the games that I want to dive back into, um, and, and I think now's a great time to do that, um, given that it's on Game Pass and uh, we've all got that opportunity. Elena, have you got much experience with this game? I think I last time I played it was maybe two years ago on the PlayStation 4. I have a love-hate relationship with open-world sandboxes. I always, like, go in super hyped, like, oh, my God, I can't wait to play in this playground. But then I always drop off because I'm like, what am I doing? Like, it's it's like I get into it for the fresh coat of paint, but then once I kind of get accustomed to it, I sort of get bored like a good example is Minecraft, like Minecraft. I always keep trying to go back to that one, but every time I go in, I build my treehouse, and I'm done. Where <laughs> a game similar to Minecraft called Dragon Quest Builders, that kept my attention for a super long time because there was a story there. There was something to progress. Um, I guess maybe I'm that personality where I feel like I need to like get things done and I I get I I don't know I just feel like I wander aimlessly in those big open world sandboxes yeah I kind of understand that you know I I kind of just stand stand there and think well what what shall I do my mind my imagination doesn't seem to click with those kind of games to to think oh I can do this and I can do that well there's our there's our picks for for a wild card game um I'm going to vote first and I think I'm going to pick Lanana's choice, Psychonauts, just because um, it, it, it's more than what it seems. And I like the way that it delves into different people's minds, like you were saying, 
um, and the platform in with that as well. And with the second one now announced today, um, with, with a release date of August, um, this is the perfect time to, to, to give it a go. Um, ready, ready for the second one. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm picking Psychonauts. Um, Lelena, what, what's your vote? <laughs> I'm going to go with Rain on Your Parade. Nice. I want to be a mischievous little bugger. And... <laughs> <laughs> Ruin some of, people's days. It's the end of the school year. I'm ready to say <laughs> goodbye, kiddos. <laughs> it caused some ruckus. <laughs> Good one. Love it. And Mark. So, so it's all with me. Um, so I've played Rain on Your Parade and that has a really broad appeal and it is good fun but it is a shallow experience and Psychonauts I I want to play um, and, and I feel has more of a niche appeal to it, which um, I think a lot of the other members would prefer to play. So it's like a for me, because I think, I think we'll get more enjoyment out of it as a collective than we would playing through Rain on Your Parade. Fair enough, that's that's a good enough reason. Um, so, that, so there you go. Lanena, your game has won the wild card. Psychonauts, well done. Yay. Uh, I just hope I didn't oversell it. Oh my gosh. I'll <laughs> no. never hear the end of it. <laughs> um, yeah, another month goes by and still not one of my picks has been chosen. <laughs> it, really is, it really is a new order, isn't it? <laughs> it is. I know, right? Always... I feel so bad. I really want... Oh, man, that Horus and... Sure. Gorgoa was thought, the was, hardest choice. I oh my gosh. I thought I was onto a winner with Horace. I thought I was really like, yes, this is this is a guaranteed winner. But so here are your games for July for the Cross Players Game Club. And that is Worms, WMD, Gorgoa, and Psychonauts. There we go. Um there's just one other game to join that list, and that is all decided by the Discord. Um, I've asked the good members to give me some game suggestions and all these games will go into a vote um, shortly after this podcast gets released and uh, that vote will sit in Discord for about a week where you can uh, choose one of the games that you would like to see in July's Game Club. Um, the games that have been suggested are Fortnite, Dead Space, Sea of Thieves, Griftlands, Darkest Dungeons, Overlanders, which is apparently 99p until the 2nd of July on the Switch. Um, Mad Max, Bastion, Sayonara Wild Hearts, The First Tree, and The Crew 2. What a, what an awesome mix of games. Wow. <laughs> so good luck. Good luck with voting on, on, on those kind of games. Um, Lelena, is there any games that are jumping out, a particular game jumping out from that list that you would like to see um i was just looking at what this overlanders game is um 
Maybe Mad Max, only because I love Mad Max. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I you know tearing around in deserts, yeah. smashing cars. That sounds kind of sure. cool. Yeah, absolutely. With like rock and hard music, banging. Yeah. Okay, Mark, is there any games jumping out at you for this one? There's loads of good games in there, yeah, actually, isn't there? Yeah. Um, so Mad Max is one that sticks out for me. I recently picked that up on sale and haven't yet started it. Um, the Crew 2 interests me. Um, um, and um, there was another one you said that, that grabbed my attention, but I can't remember which one it was. Sea of Thieves? Darkest Dungeon. No, but but oh, Darkest Dungeon. So I, okay. I downloaded that yesterday because that okay. that hit Game Pass today, and I, I I've hovered over by so many times on Switch for that, and mm-hmm. not got around to doing it. The fact that it's now on Game Pass will probably mean that at some point this month I'm buying Darkest Dungeon on Switch. So yeah, no, this uh, that, that's, that's going to be. It's a tough, a, a, that's going to be a tough a one, really tough choice. And, mm. you know, there, there, there may well be a tie in the vote there. So yeah, I hope may, yeah. might have to go to an extra vote. <laughs> it's a very good game. Very good game. I don't even like roguelikes and I like that game. Um, wow. I'd like to, the Sayonara Wild Hearts I'd be interested in too, yes. since so many of you guys are Fantastic always yes. yabbering on about it. That's such a beautiful game. It's the perfect game. I mean, obviously it's not perfect, but it's close. It's close to the perfect game in, in every way. And it's short. You, you'll be done in an hour and a half to two hours. Okay. Um, I I did try it a little bit on Apple Arcade, but I think yeah. it just didn't stick just because yeah. it's so weird. Like, I just can't get into games on a phone, even yeah. if it's yeah, a I great game. Yeah. Um, and if you do sit down and play it, then please play it with headphones, just so you get the full Absolutely. experience of the soundtrack. With, with, with the game itself, it's the whole experience is just amazing. But I've I've rambled on about Sayonara far too much uh, from the last pod and this one, so I'm just going to shut up on that now. Um, but yeah, the, they're the games that are going to be up for the vote. Um, so yeah, uh, good luck with that, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. It's been an absolute pleasure, and I do thank really you. appreciate you sharing your time with me um and, and the and the good listeners for the, for the podcast so yeah i just want to say thank you very much thank you thank you, yeah, thank you it was much. good fun yeah super uh, fun if you there's any kind of like anything you want to promote or just tell people where you are on on the old internet then now's a good time as any um Lelena, please um i have nothing to promote i'm on twitter at Game Figments. That's about it. Cool. And Mark? Um, well, I don't have any books or <laughs> anything else to push, but you can yeah. find me on on Twitter uh, and the Instagram at uh, original underscore PMF, um, where I'm generally just banging on about games and yeah. being grumpy. So yeah. if that's your thing, come come find me. Sure. I was just about to mention that you can also join our Discord at thecrossplayers.com forward slash forward slash forward slash Discord where you can see all the grumpy Mark at his very best. <laughs> Especially hitting on, on Spirit Fair at the moment. And, you, you, know. you, you, you made that sound like an OnlyFans page rather than the Discord. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. Um, yeah. 
but also you can uh, come to discord where you can be a part of game club and take part in the votes lots of chat going on about games too and obviously e3 at the moment um also if you did like and enjoy this podcast then please consider heading on to our patreon at patreon.com forward slash the cross players we can throw us a dollar just to help support the show um guys any final words before we leave these good people no thanks for having me uh it's always a pleasure interacting with you and love the show so glad to be on it excellent all that's left for me to say is which games will you be playing first take care bye bye